I'm Alan Adcock. I am CEO and owner of ASC Group here in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, welcome to Cyber Sentinel. In this video, we're going to discuss cyber liability insurance. And we have a guest today, uh, Ralph Pascarello, who is with Snellings Walters. Thank you, Ralph. Thanks, Alan. Thanks for having me. So tell us a little bit about yourself and, and your company. Well, uh, I work with uh, Snellings Walters here in Atlanta. We're headquartered here in Atlanta. Uh, <clears throat> full insurance house. We do property casualty and all the rest of that stuff. Um, I do specialize in property and casualty, but more on the professional liability end, which is uh, you and I have talked about previously, cyber liability, crime policies, errors and omissions, things like that. So we here at ASC Group believe that every organization uh, should have a cyber policy in place. Uh, it's one of our key fundamentals uh, for, for protecting organizations. Um, talk a little bit about uh, cybercrime, breach liability, those kind of policies and what people need to have in place uh, in today's world. Right. Well, you know, uh, I'll go back about 10 years ago, Alan, when I used to push um, data breach insurance on people uh, because that's what they needed. That's what was hot back then. We were all trying to protect our data. And now, fast forward 10 years later, um, things have changed. Um, you and I both see that. Um, the cyber crime that we're seeing now is not just, uh, cyber insurance will not just protect you. Um, you need to have a full breadth of insurance that kind of dovetails with each other. Um, a good crime policy, um, along with, it depends on the industry you're in, along with maybe a tech E&O policies slash cyber policy. Um, the problem is there's not one size shoe that fits all in this industry and there's no standardization among carriers. So if you're, you know, industry specific, you need to go and buy a policy that's going to cover you for those risks. So it's not an off the shelf type buy, buy a beware, absolutely. Um, and I do stress, look, security, security is number one. Insurance is always number two. You know, we really need, you really need to buckle down and find people that are going to secure your endpoints and, and come in and assess your company and do their job. Then you buy insurance, but don't just buy something that looks good or, or, or because it's cheap, get a full assessment, find out what your, your limits should be and then buy a good policy. Yeah, we see that a lot with people who have uh, just kind of added a writer onto their, their basic business policies that it covers, you know, some of them are as small as like $10,000. And we know that in any kind of a, a full breach in situation or ransomware attack, uh, that'll maybe get you through the first day and then you're on your own. Right. Um, so are you seeing um, people usually under prepared uh, from the, from the, uh, limit side or, or are they getting more in line with what they need? Yes, I, I do see that. I see a lot of underinsured companies and companies that have insurance that is, is not the right fit. So I'll give you a, um, an example. So I get a call from a company last week in Florida. Um, they have a requirement from a new vendor that they need a $10 million policy for doing business with that company. So it's a compliance point in a contract. Company A wants to do business with company B. They tell them, look, here's what you need for a limit. So I say, why 
are you going to let a compliance contract drive what your limits should be for protection, right? So after I got off the phone with them, I said, look, you know, your compliance is telling you 10 million, but really, if you do an assessment and you have a full-blown breach or crime or whatever happens, you may be looking at a 17 to $18 million event that it's going to cost your company. But yet you're, you're trying to make, uh, or people please or company please, right, for compliance, I want to do business with you, you need a $10 million policy. And I stress that to CFOs and people, don't let a compliance or a contract drive your limits or drive your protection. You know, be proactive, find out what it's going to cost if the event happens. And like you said, Alan, it's expensive. Forensics is expensive, notification costs, rebuilding, eradication, containment, recovery, all of that adds up. People want to know why does an average breach cost 3.4 million or whatever it is now? Um, it adds up. It adds up quickly and business interruption. That's the other thing. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so are carriers typically now adding all of those different pieces into those policies or are they still pretty scattered as to what the offering includes? No, they are. There's a, there's usually probably 10 to 12 items. It's a itemized list for coverages. Um, but the thing that I see are a lot of sub limits. So if you buy a $5 million policy, you may have sub limits of a million here, a million here. So they kind of, uh, it's not a bait and switch, but it's kind of a, uh, we want to cover you, but we're really not going to cover you 100%. Gotcha. Uh, because we know that this is going to happen. So we're only going to give you a million for that. Um, gotcha. I see that. I cringe at those policies. Um, and there's also a lot of exclusions that I find, Alan. Um, a tech company I insured a couple of years ago here in Alpharetta. Um Big tech company, good size. And I and I asked the CFO, do you have subcontractors? He said, yes, we do. I said, well, your current policy excludes subcontractors. And uh, <laughs> so when I went in, he said, what are you talking about? I said, look, on page 250 right here, it says no subcontractors. He had he hadn't a clue. Now he just spent forty or fifty thousand dollars on an errors and omissions policy for his tech company that doesn't cover a hundred of his employees. Wow. So, um, so those are the things we need to look out for. Uh, when I go in and scrub policies and look at things, I look for the gaps. I'm not concerned at what the front page says. I want to see where the takeaways are, where the exclusions are, or where the gaps are. And um, we can yeah, talk a little bit about that business email compromise if you want. Yeah, so that's that's absolutely one of the benefits of working with an expert like yourself. Um, you know, other lay people or business owners uh, get that giant policy and and trying to go through that and know what to look for is really difficult. And and rarely do we have time to just sit down and go through that and and really pay attention to what we're looking at. Right. So um, absolutely super important. Um, right. So, so I know when we did, we, we just, when we did, redid 